318-561-0064 and leave a message. Join us next Saturday at 12.15 p.m. K-A-Y-T 88.1 FM 70,000 watts of gospel power Power Beaming on the blue mountains of Mississippi And the flat plains of West Texas And the beaches and bayous of Louisiana K-A-Y-T 88.1 FM Good afternoon I'm Bishop Kenny Townsend along with my wife Minister Mildred Townsend And you're now tuned in to Moments of Inspiration Perfecting the Saints Right here on K-A-Y-T Sit back and enjoy the word of God. To take a stand. Well, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise ye the Lord and all of his hosts. And thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to another session of Moments of Inspiration, perfecting the saints right here on your real love station, KAYT. 88.1 FM Alexandria, 92.5 FM Shreveport, 98.9 FM Monroe. And again, we're just bidding you Godspeed on this beautiful day. Uh, together, me and my beautiful wife. What's your name? Oh, last I know. Well, Mildred, uh, Minister Mildred Townsend is my name. Boy, I tell you, when that age starts creeping up on you, man, it just kind of kind of wipes you out, huh? Oh, no, 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 no. I would never, never <laughs> say Never that. confess that, but nevertheless, amen. Together, we bring to you the Moments of Inspiration Outreach uh, Ministry, radio broadcast ministry, which can be heard right here. Every Saturday this time. As a matter of fact, what we'd like you to do is get on the phone, uh, call a friend, call a neighbor, let them know that Moments of Inspiration, Perfecting the Saints, is now on the air. To all of our Facebook friends, we're throwing the high five your way equally as well. And we know that our God is still in charge. He's an awesome God. He rules, he reigns from heaven in the affairs of man. Without any further preliminary, I'm going to ask my beautiful wife of 27 years, if she so kindly will, to share a scripture and to uh, lead us in prayer. Now, those of you, we're going to be going into the Word today in this new year, and we want to share a relevant Word with you, one that is going to help you to understand where God wants you to be at in this dispensation of time. All right, Minister Mildred, if you so kindly will. Amen. Psalms 105, 1 and 2 reads as this, O give thanks unto the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deed among the people. Sing unto him, sing psalms, unto him talk ye of all his wonder works heavenly father we just thank you we come to you lord god thanking and praising you lord god yes lord. thanking you for all of your marvelous work yes. for truly you've been good to us oh yeah and lord we just want to thank you yes, we thank you lord. for bringing us into the new year lord thank you lord we thank you for 2014 oh, but lord. we know god we can't do anything without you thank you and lord. we thank you lord for being here with us yes. and guiding us all the way. Thank you, We Lord just Jesus. thank you for just being good to us on this day. Yes, we pray Lord. that you will look on throughout this land, Lord, thank over you, your Jesus. people, your creation, all everywhere. Yes, every Lord. country, everywhere, Lord, every nation, yes, every Lord third God. world country, all over the all world, Lord, over, Lord. Not just here in the States of America, yes, but Lord your God. creation, God, as a whole. Yes, Father, Lord. we thank you today for just being God. Thank you, Lord, that we can go to you anytime, yes, any Lord. day. God, we just love you. Thank we you, just Lord. praise you. Thank we pray, you, God, that you're just be with us throughout this broadcast to yes. bless someone, to hear something Thank that will be a blessing to them, Lord God. That will start a change in their heart, Lord God. But truly, you will get the glory, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, we Lord. We thank Jesus. you. We praise you. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Jesus' holy amen. name, amen, amen. Brothers and sisters, we thank and praise God once again for the Lord affording us this opportunity. As we said before, uh, last year, uh, this time, someone is not with us today. Yes. Amen. But you and I are seated in heavenly places today. We may not have everything that we desire to have. But according to the book of Psalms, chapter 37, uh, verses 5, it says, Commit thy way mm. unto the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. And one of the things that we have to understand is that, amen, we have to really understand what is truly in our heart. Jesus gave us some clarity and understanding, Minister Mildred, by letting us know that inside of our heart sometimes are desperately wicked things. And that's why we have to depend upon Jesus to give us a heart transplant. Amen. We have to depend on him to give us a heart transplant because, amen, even within the confines of the body of Christ, there are people that are naming the name of Christ, amen, and they are still functioning in mannerism that is not really pleasing to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And I, I know we love to use the facade that we're all a work in progress. But the truth of the matter is, if all this time then went by and we have not grown, that's not progress, that's digress. For we understand this too, Minister Mildred, that when Jesus comes back, he's coming back for a church without spot, wrinkle, or what else? Blemish it, Bishop. And uh, uh, as you were saying that, Bishop, many times uh, you're still in religion until you really get that really shaken and get into relationship. That's when you find out all those years you've been sitting there and you've been in religion instead of a relationship. Amen. Amen. And, and, and you, you said it beautifully because it is the truth, Minister Mill. You are right. Many people come into religion. Amen. But I'm a firm believer that when you truly come in contact with the Lord Jesus Christ, that there is going to be a change. I was reading not long ago, Minister Mildred, where uh, there was this young man who was possessed of a devil. Mm. And this devil would often take him and it would have him foaming at the mouth. It would have him, it would throw him in fire and water. And the question that Jesus asked his father, not because Jesus didn't know Minister Mildred, but because the Lord knew that we would be reading God's word and that in order for transformation to come into our life, we would have to understand how to function in the spiritual essence of what God is telling us. And the Bible says that Jesus asked the man the question and he asked him, said, now, how long has this been on him? And the father said, since he was a child. Yes. And so we have to understand that even in religion, just going, sending our kids to church is not enough. Mm. Amen. Sending them to church is not just enough. Amen. We've got to teach our children to be connected to the Lord Jesus Christ, Minister so Mildred. So Amen. And so when Jesus commanded the evil spirit and he began to call it what it was, he said, thou dumb and deaf spirit, come out of him. And the disciples asked the question, Minister Mildred, why couldn't we do it? And he began to tell them secretly that this kind come out but by prayer and fasting. But the father began to ask Jesus to help them too. And, and Jesus said, you know, uh, he began to say, oh, faithless generation. And the father had enough sense to say, well, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. And that's simply saying that if there's a place in our life that we are not at, we have to confess it to the Lord, acknowledge it, acknowledge Amen. that we are not at that place that we know is not pleasing. Now, the man didn't seek to justify his inadequacy. 
He did not seek to say, well, you know what, Jesus? I don't care what you say. Mm-hmm. I don't care what your mama say. This me. My Lord. And you ain't going to change me, and I'm not going to change you. And, and so, you know, you just going to have to do this on my term. But you know what, y'all? Mm-mm. When it comes to serving the Lord, you're not going to serve him on your terms. No way. As a matter of fact, you're going to come short trying to serve him on your terms. But to our believers today, to those that are listening, amen, we want to let you know that it's important, amen, that you stay connected to the Lord, amen, because what will happen is this, amen, when you genuinely come in contact with Jesus, and the Bible tells us that when he cast the spirit off of that young man, he told him to go and return no more. And Jesus made it plain that even after we come to the Lord and God brings deliverance into our life, If we are not careful, the Bible says that when unclean spirits go out of a man, they go in dry places seeking for rest. Mm -hmm. So that means that if I was an alcoholic or a druggard or a glutton or a prostitute, a homosexual, whatever the case may be, if I am not connected or stay connected to God, these spirits of influence seek to come back, Minister Mildred. Mm. Amen. If I was a wife beater or a husband beater or a cheater or whatever the case may be, if I don't stay connected to the Lord, then there are prerequisites that happen. Now, there are many people that love to say that there's nothing that I can do to jeopardize my salvation. But as we go into the word of God, we're going to find out with clarity and understanding what Jesus has to say about it. Now, yes, he finished the work on Calvary. Yes, he did. But now, don't forget this. When Jesus gives us something, Minister Mildred, he expects us to take what he gives us and to get increase from what he gives us. If that were not the case, he would not have shared with us the parable about the men that he gave the talents to. And the one that he came back and said, well, what have you done with what I gave you? He said, well, I knew what kind of man you was, Minister Mildred. So he said, "Uh, here's what you gave me. He said, now, wait a minute. You know what kind of person I am, and you know that when I came back, I'm looking for increase in your life. The other two increased. This one didn't. Today, brothers and sisters, we're going to share with you the dangers of not increasing in the things of God. Now, it's up to you. The choice is yours. Everything that we do is a choice, but there is a prerequisite. Amen. There is no such thing as eternal salvation. It's not a Burger King type of relationship that we have with God. God is expecting increase. And without that increase, here's what the scriptures has to share concerning that. Minister Mildred, the book of John, the book of John chapter 15. And Bishop, as you was talking, I was just listening. And and many times when you don't uh, get, you know, when God do deliver you and you go back to the same thing, you know, and uh, those spirits will come back and they'll bring some more. And now you're in a worse shape than you were before because of those uh, uh, unclean spirits, you know, coming back and abiding and residing inside of you. You know, you said that, and I had to share that with a young man who is uh, uh, many of our listeners, and this is probably some golden nuggets for you too. Many of you young men and young women that are out there listening on today, you don't understand. And you said you gave your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. And you're now about to change your life. You're about to get married. You're about to go into the bonds of holy matrimony. All right. But here's what you don't understand. And here's one thing that Bishop Townsend does not advocate for not one minute. I would stand it in the name of Jesus. And I beseech and I implore and beg you to not partake in this. If you're about to get married, 
And that goes for man or woman. You don't need to have a bachelor party. A bachelor party, they say, is to help you get all of the oats or your wild oats. Sow them this one last time because Mm -hmm. after you sow them this one last time, you're getting ready to commit to this one woman or this one man for the rest of your life. Wake up call, brothers and sisters. Wake up call. When you have a bachelor party and you go to bed with any man or any woman, period, That's right. you are opening yourself up to the demonic influence Say that it. has infiltrated their spirit man. Jeez. And there is a spiritual transfer. So that means that you've opened yourself up to lesbianism, mm. homosexuality, and all type of demonic influence, perversion, mm. and everything. You see, that's the hidden message that's not told to you. That's right. That's, right. that's the way the world thinks. And see, and that's the reason why the Bible says if any man be in Christ Jesus, he is a new, new. creature. Oh, things pass away. Behold, all things become new. So that's just a little nugget if you're going to get married. But to those of us that are professing to know Jesus Christ, it is imperative that we do this. Many of us are going through struggles in our life. And the struggles that we are going through are because of our own admonition. Many of us are stubborn, rebellious, Mm. stiff-necked, hard-hearted. And when we operate in such mannerism, there is this biblical scripture that comes to pass. Be not deceived, God is not mocked, whatsoever a man sow, that shall he reap. You may not be fornicating, but if you are a liar, Say it now. you are still living a sinful lifestyle. It's a lot of those liars. You may not be a liar, you may be a glutton. Well... And if you're a glutton, you are still (laughs) in a sinful lifestyle. And you can be a glutton and not be fat. Come on. You can be an alcoholic. Whatever it is that you are doing that is not pleasing to God will cause us to miss out. And this is simply saying that when we are doing things that are not pleasing to God, we are no longer connected to him. And when we are not connected to him, there is a price. Minister Mildred, the book of John chapter 15, help me out. We're going to go there. And in an arena where we are speaking about people wanting to be blessed and everything, I believe in blessings. I believe in prosperity, but let's, let's help get things back in the proper perspective in which that Jesus Christ is telling us. Help me out, Minister Mildred. Come on. Number one, 15.1. Well, I want you to start start at uh, verse number four again. Abide in me. Uh-huh. And I in you. Abide means stay again, stay. brothers and sisters. We want to get this clear with you. See, you can't be in God. You say, well, I, I repeated the sinner's prayer. But after you repeated the sinner's prayer, you're still doing things that are displeasing to God. What is that saying? That's saying that, you know what? There's been an interruption in your connection. You know, even in your bills, if you don't pay your bills on time, they interrupt your service. Am I right, Minister Mildred? Without further notice, they let you know ahead of time they, if you don't come. So so they do make an appeal exactly. to you before the services are interrupted. And so, in other words, it's your choice come on. whether you want to stay connected or not. Pay the bill. And so it, it's the same in your walk with God. It's your choice yes. whether you want to. You can't use Flip Wilson, the devil made me do it. <laughs> well. <laughs> you can't use Flip Wilson, the devil made me do it. No, it was your choice. And when you choose to go contradictive to the things of God, you are opening yourself up 
as, as they say, when you open Pandora's box, all kind of things are going to come out that you never thought were deeply inside of you. That's but the Bible right. says the heart is desperately wicked. Mm. And so therefore, you didn't know that all of that hell was inside of you. You didn't know that all of that lying and cheating and embezzling and stealing was inside of you. You didn't know that all that backbiting and gossiping was inside of you, but it's there. You know why? Because if we don't stay connected, that's why Jesus said, it's not what goes in man, into a man that defiles him, but it's what comes out. That's simply saying that hateful things can go in, but by virtue of the Holy Ghost, it acts as a filtering system, just like the water we drink. If you were to look at the water and know what the water was that you were drinking from your faucet, what was all was in it, many of us would make us puke to our stomach. But the filtering system, and some of us say, well, Bishop, I still don't drink the water. But yet and still, that's what the Holy Ghost is for in your life, to filter things in. Yes, contaminants go in, but contaminants are not supposed to come out. What Bishop, else, Mr. Uh, uh, yes. One thing I want to say about that, uh, uh, a lot of people do know that they are lying because uh, it, it's a sad thing when People say they are Christians, and they are chronic liars. And my Bible says that all liars are going to have their part in the lake of fire. And they're thinking that because they're not fornicating, they're not adulterating, and all of these things, but they're big chronic liars. I mean, they lie at the drop of a hat. We know some personally. And that's sad to be that, and that's a spirit. And that spirit has to be reckoned with. Don't it's going to take them to a burning hell. And, a, and all sins will. And these are things that the body of Christ got to do better in. If not, we're going to be lost. Yes, ma'am. You're absolutely right, Minister Mildred. We, we, we have to uh, address the issues. Sad. What are yeah, keeping us as a body. Because Jesus is soon to come. He's soon to come. And the thing about it is... Uh, Time is of the essence. Time is running out. Yes. And there's time out for playing games. And, and, and the thing is, if you preach. die in a sinful like way, the Bible life. says as a tree fall, yes. so shall it lie. And that's why the scripture says in the book of Revelation that he that is holy, let him be holy still. Hallelujah. He that is filthy, let him be filthy still. There's not going to be a change all of a sudden. That's the reason why I tell people, uh, and, and I don't know how many of you are going to have guilty blood on your hands for talking about I led somebody to Christ on their deathbed because God gives us all time. Yes, he does. He gives us all a chance. Just like he gave that man with the talent. Your life is a talent. And what you do with that talent from the day that you come into this world, this is going to surprise many of you, God has been calling for you then. My God, my God. And he gave the man with the talent plenty of time. Plenty of time. To manifest yes. and make good with what he gave him. My God. And so when time came, he wanted to give him back what he gave him. No, God gave you life. He gave you a spirit. He gave you a soul. Now he's given you a chance from the very beginning. And some way, by way of virtue, you had plenty of time. Yes, Lord Jesus. But anyway, Minister Mildred, number four says what? Amen. Abide in me and I in you, as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except you abide in me. So my Christian walk is going to be contingent upon me staying connected Hallelujah. to Jesus. Yes. You see, I'll continue to be a hell raiser if I don't surrender over to the Lord. I'll continue to be a wife beater if I don't surrender yes. over to the Lord. I'll continue to be a liar, a cheater. Yes. I'll continue to be a misfit. I'll continue to make all type of excuses for the inadequacies if I don't stay connected to the Lord. I didn't say the church. To the Lord. Jesus. I didn't say tithe and offering. 
Hallelujah. If I don't stay connected to Jesus, amen, I'm like a ship without a sail. I'm just floating aimlessly in the game of life. Oh, yeah, you can have plenty of money, but you're still floating aimlessly. Come on. You can have plenty of substance and sand. I think that's what then happened is we have measured our success with God by the amount of, of tangible things that we yes. have, by the amount of monetary contributions that we give. Yes. That don't mean nothing to the Lord. Bishop Townsend, can you prove it? Of course I can. Jesus was looking at the people giving their offering. He was looking at uh -oh. the hypocritical scribes and Pharisees as they pomp and piously put in large amounts of money. Uh -oh. Some of us, some of us get too caught up in our giving and we think that that's going to buy us a seat in heaven. Ooh. I assure you it won't. Jesus reluctantly said these words and said to the people standing by, he said, you see this poor little woman right here? Make it plain, Bishop. She has given more than everybody. Mm. You see, when you do something to be seen of men. Any and you brag and boast about what you've done and what you have been doing, then you know what? You've robbed yourself. Of your own. Yes, amen. As a matter of fact, can I be truthful with you? When you start bragging and boasting about what you've done and what you are doing, you've become unconnected. Yeah, he's not in Christ. Now what has happened is this. Except you abide in me and in the vine, you can no more do these things except you abide in me. What did he say in verse number five? I am the vine. Uh-huh. You are the branches. Uh-huh. He that abides in me. Uh-huh. And I in him. Uh-huh. The saint bringeth forth much fruit. Uh-huh. But without me, you can do nothing. But Bishop Townsend, I don't care what you say. Mm. Mm. And I don't care the word that you read. And the word that you read ain't going to change me. Well, I tell you what. Can I tell you something? Bishop Townsend ain't saying this, but the word is saying it's this. the word. You're nothing already. He already said it. Without me, you can do nothing. Without Jesus' word, mm. you are nothing. I am nothing. nothing. We must abide. Listen at this now. Abide. Stay in him. Stay in the word. Hallelujah. Stay in Jesus. Now, here is the prerequisites, and here is this catch-22. For those of you that said eternal salvation, that said that there is nothing that I can do. It's a finished job on Calvary. Listen to what Jesus says concerning that. Verse number 6 says, what, Minister Mildred? If a man abide now, not in now, me. Now, I want you to read that slow because I want our listeners to hear this. All right. Now, he didn't say if you don't stay in church. He said in him. He didn't say if you don't <laughs> stay on the usher board or the deacon board. This is Jesus speaking. This is Jesus, and you already know that the words in red are clarifying what Jesus is constituting, and his words are law. Hallelujah. Not Bishop Townsend. It ain't what Bishop Townsend said. It's what the word said. If a man does what now? Abide not in me. That means if he don't stay in me. He in me today, but he out of me tomorrow. Huh? It's not about the church, but it's about staying connected in the fellowship, in the spiritual essence of who Jesus Christ is. Without this connection, can I tell you what? This is how demonic influence begins to infiltrate our life again. Mm. This is the reason why, amen, if we don't eat healthy foods, our body begins to get sickly and weak because we are not staying in connection with the healthy lifestyle. If a man don't abide in me, what happens, Minister Mildred? He is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. Now, when Jesus speaks in this like manner, it is symbolic to the parable of when he comes back for the church. Oh, my God. That if we have not stayed connected for him to him, mm. then there are those that are going to say, Lord, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm saved, but he's going to gather you. Mm. Mm. Because he already sees one thing. You're withering now. 
Jesus. Your walk with God is not what it's supposed to be. Amen. You're not as loving. You know, when you first came to the Lord, you had a loving, sweet, caring oh, spirit. Said now, Bishop. But now you become honorary. Jesus. You become mean as a junkyard dog. In yes. many cases, you're like a rattlesnake. That ain't Jesus. That's not Jesus. Uh-uh. Well, Bishop, you judging. No, I'm not. Mm. You see, Jesus helped us to understand the importance of not just saying what we are, but displaying what That's we are. Right. How did he do that, Brother Bishop? He did that when he gave the parable about the fig tree. The Bible says he went to a fig tree, Minister Mildred, mm. looking for fruit. Jesus, he didn't see any though. Huh? But wait just a minute. Something got Jesus' attention. All right. Huh? Something got his attention. Can I tell you what got his attention? Mm -hmm. There was a leaf. Leaves. Oh. And that leaf symbolized productivity. productivity. If I were to translate that in an order in which that all of our listening audience can say, you got to praise the Lord. God bless you. Hey, Pastor, praise the Lord. God hallelujah. bless you. Got a hallelujah too. You, you, you got a little tongue that you speak in. <laughs> That's a leaf blowing. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Amen. You you putting some good tithe and offering. That's a leaf blowing. Leaf, leaf blowing. But when Jesus got up to the tree, my God, my the God. fruit mm. that he looked for was not there. Well. You know why? Because the season had not yet come for it to produce. Mm. And Jesus knew he didn't curse the fig tree just to be mean. He cursed the fig tree because he knew for the season in which that it was showing the leaf, there was supposed to have been some fruit there. You've been saved all these years. Uh-oh. Come on, Bishop. Woo. You've been teaching and preaching all of these years. Said now. But the fruit is not there. Still hold and backbiting. And so Jesus cursed that fig tree. Jesus. Jesus. Help us, Lord. And why did he curse it? It's, it's telling us, y'all, that if we don't stay connected to the Lord, mm. I didn't say connected to the church, connected to the organization, connected to the filiation, connected to the tradition of the elders and the scribes and the Pharisees. We have a spiritual walk and devotion to the Lord Jesus Christ. What else to say, Minister Mildred? If you're abiding me and my words abide in you, you can ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Now, I've got to Woo. backtrack on that again because <laughs> while we're asking for cars, okay. While we're asking for houses, yes, Lord, all that. While we're asking for uh, uh, big bank accounts, and yes, we 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 especially in this prosperity movement right now, mm. why can't I ask for a life free of sin? No, we don't want to do that one, Bishop. Huh? <laughs> that one ain't. Wait a minute. Why can't I ask for a life that's free of sin? Well, Bishop, you know that's just impossible. Not according to the Word of God. It's all not. things are possible with Him. Minister Jack, uh, 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 Minister Townsend, the book of First John, real quick. First John, and I got to go over this again, because I want I, I want God's people to know that the God that we serve is real. He's real, and it's not about religion; it's about the reality of who He is. First John chapter one, and uh, uh, where we at here, real quick? Come on, come on, John, where you at, John? First John, the third chapter, Minister Mildred, and starting at verse number six. What does that say? Whosoever abided in him. Now, 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 if you stay in him now, see, that's the problem. You're not being taught how to stay in him. You've been told the lies that you know what, ain't none of us made it there yet. But the truth of the matter is, these are mere excuses that the enemy is using the word to keep you bound in a sinful lifestyle. Don't forget, the devil came preaching to Jesus in the wilderness. Come on. 
And if he preached to Jesus in the wilderness using the word, trying to trip him up, he will take the word to keep you tripped up also, my brother, my sister, my pastor, my apostle, my bishop. He will take the word and keep you built up. But here's what John said. The, John, because John was full of the Holy Ghost, and he knew that God, if God ain't going to tell us to live saved, then we can't live saved. That's it. That's it. He ain't going to tell us to live holy, and we can't live holy. We are glory. What does it say, Minister Mildred? Whosoever abided in him sinneth not. Wait a minute now. <laughs> Whosoever stay in him. See, the problem is that you're not staying in him. Yes. You're too much in yourself. Mm -hmm. And then what else it say? Whosoever sinneth hath not seen him. So now, uh, now, him. now, now, you see what that say? You, you've been in religion, but you haven't been in Jesus. That's why you're full of hell. Jesus. That's why you're fighting your wife. Mm. That's why you're fighting your husband. That's the reason why you're giving the preacher all kind of hell. That's why the preacher giving you hell. He's not connected to the Lord either. Love is easily entreated. It doesn't brag. It doesn't boast. It doesn't seek its own. It doesn't puff itself up. What else, Minister Mildred? Number seven, say little children. Little children. Let no man deceive you. Let no bishop deceive you. Let no pastor deceive you. Let no apostle deceive you. Let no pastor deceive you. What else? He that doeth righteous. He that doeth righteous is what? Is righteous. And then what else? Even as he is righteous. Number eight says what? He that committeth sin. He that committeth sin. Is of the devil. You can say you're a work in progress all you want to. This is what. You can say you're a work in progress. It's the word. You committing sin, you're of the devil. It's of the devil. If you're a pastoring a church and you're in sin, you're of the devil. You're of the devil. The word said so. If you're up under a pastor that's in sin and you know about it, you are of the devil. The word says so. Hallelujah. For the Bible, for the devil sent it from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Glory to God. And then what else does it say, Minister Mendel? We're going to stop right there. Number. Number nine says what? Nine says, so whoever's born of God. Listen at this. Read it slow. Does not commit sin. So you say, you said the sinner's prayer. 